Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hi-ho, everybody. Welcome back to Disney Plus Us, just another world's Disney podcast, where each week we take a look at another piece of content on that there Disney Plus streaming service. As always, I'm your host, Griffin Tunnell, and this week we are talking about High School Musical. And with me this week is the one and only Emmett. Emmett, you picked such a good movie. I'm so happy. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. This movie fucking rules. How's it going, man? Man, did I need this movie with all the fucking shit that's happening lately. Hell yeah, dude. That is the exact vibe I'm having. We, As you can tell, we're about to go buck wild on this film in a good way. So I am ready to go ham. And thanks for inviting me on for this one because it's about to be a good-ass episode. This is, this is fun. Um, released in 2006. Man, those were, those were child years. <laughs> very tiled years this is pre-obama administration which Jesus. that hit me hard what? when i realized that You're, i'm realizing this live right now holy shit yeah dude i i knew something was up when they took pictures of yourself of each other with like flip phones dude i, I have dog, notes man. here of just like what are these references because i've got punked tony hawk and charlie's angels on here bro for real and I all remember those in 2006. Yes. The fact that they say Ashton. Oh, my like, God. I was like, like yes. as, as a shorthand. <laughs> so wild, man. Mm-hmm. Now, this movie rocks. Um, yeah, like I said, released in 2006 with a budget of $4.2 million, uh, 98-minute runtime. This is a DCOM. And not only is it a Disney Channel original movie, it's also an original musical <laughs> I'm funny, I swear. <laughs> um, that was a good one, I'll give you that. <laughs> this movie does not miss. It don't, man. It does not. Every single song is amazing. Yeah, even the songs where, like, I have a selective memory for some of the songs on here, and some of them hit harder for me more than others, but watching this again, it's like, no, all of them are just good. Like, even the ones, I remember the Sharpay songs I didn't really love, but no, those hit too. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, it was funny. The only song in this that like I couldn't sing word for word until recently because with the TV show, it definitely brought all those the music back in spades. <laughs> yeah. Uh was when there was me and you. And that's one of the best songs in the movie. Like holy shit. Huh, I actually don't remember which song that was now that I'm looking. That is oh, Gabriella's solo. Where- Okay, that's her solo song. All right, that's why I don't remember it, because that moment isn't like a pivotal... It's a pivotal moment of the movie, but that song, considering like the uplifting tone of this entire movie, this is like the only sad song, I'd say. Yeah, I like that this it is the only sad song, and it um, almost immediately pivots. Yeah. <laughs> it's very quick. Like, I'll be the first to admit... In general, the the story and the characters of this first in this very first movie are very very shallow. Oh, they're all shallow stereotypes, tropes, whatever you want to call it. They are just one thing the whole time. <laughs> like the name of the school is East High, which I don't know if that's the name of the actual school that they shot at. Probably, but even Probably then, 
even then it's a generic name. Actually, yeah. I guess I could actually just look it up. <laughs> I mean, is there an East High? Well, they do you think they were actually filming in Albuquerque, Tech, New Mexico? No, they were filmed there? in uh, Salt Lake City. Oh, Salt Lake. All and right, it so is actually called East High. Wow. I'll be damned. <laughs> I was just going to say, wow. I, whether it was real or not, I'm just happy that I get to see the letter E everywhere because it makes me think it's all about my name. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, this is great. I love these characters. I love this music. Yeah, man. It's so good. And it has, like, it's very distinctively a Disney, even though it's like, what did you say, 4.2 million was the budget for this thing? Yeah. Despite that, it still has that charm of, like, the lower budget DCOMs, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree with that. This is it's corny and cheesy in all the right ways. Mm-hmm. And it sparked, like, IMO, the High School Musical movies just in general are the best of the DCOMs to me. Oh, certainly. Yeah. I I was going to say trilogy, but I guess the duology since the third was in theaters. But, yeah, that those movies are totally the toppest of top tier. There's also technically a fourth movie, but we don't talk about that movie. What? Yeah, there's a Sharpay solo movie. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember that one. Yeah, I, I like not to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I think that they were going to make a um, an actual High School Musical 4. Yeah, what's up with that? They still have the chance. They do. Although, honestly, I think with the, instead of that, they'd just put all of their effort into uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Well, I imagine the series could do, like, you know, the four seasons in a movie type thing. And once that show's gone on for long enough end it with a big movie, bring the original cast back, and make it a crazy crossover like Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I want like the cast of the, of the original High School Musical to show up on that show so bad. God, I'm surprised they haven't yet, honestly. Like, I, I'm not actually watching the show, but the fact that you just said that, I just assumed they they had a cameo. <laughs> so, uh, Lucas Grab- Grabiel, I think, Grabiel, I don't know, uh, who plays Ryan. He oh, okay, yeah. he makes he has a whole fucking song, um, but he's the only one that shows up. Hmm. Or him hey. and I think um, oh I don't remember her name. It's uh, the girl in Status Quo or? that does like the hip hop stuff, but is also a nerd. Oh, her. Okay, I know who you're talking about. That like doesn't actually become a character until the second <laughs> movie. Yeah, <laughs> she's just a punchline for one song and then just disappears. Yeah. I mean, talk about disappearing. The skater kid in that song is the one who just... Which... He, he was like... He wasn't even set up beforehand either. He like, that whole trope. Like, that whole, like, subsection of the clicks wasn't even established until that song. And it's like, oh, there's a skater crew now. Okay. <laughs> and I guess the opposite of skating is cello for some reason. Sure, Dude. Whatever. <laughs> my favorite thing about that song is the skater people. Because they don't get mad at him for playing the cello. Um, they don't get mad until he says he has to wear a suit and tie to play the cello. They're like, formality? Nah, man. <laughs> They're like, no. Just That's like... not very grunge of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's safe to say we love this movie. Um, we've ran through the usual stuff. Uh, originally released, we said 2006, specifically January 20th. It's like, not just 2006, but early. Um. Wow. This is one of the few times I'm actually going to read the, the cast list because, god damn. It's 
by by twenty by two thousand six standards, it was stacked AF. <laughs> I think even by now it's stacked. Well, like most of people don't do anything anymore, but. But the two leads went on to be, like, way bigger deals after High School Musical. But everyone else is kind of like, eh. Yeah, so for this movie, we had Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, Lucas Grabeel, Ashley Tisdale, Corbin Blue, and Monique Coleman. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, almost all of these people went on to do, like, either really big things or just a lot more Disney stuff. <laughs> exactly. They were all household names in different ways. Like, Shout Ashley Tisdale Jeff. still does Disney stuff. Wait, for real? She's still there? Yeah, she still does Disney stuff, although mostly voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, she does. Uh, she was Phineas and Ferb, I believe, right? Yeah, she or was uh, Candace. Yeah. Um, and then I think she also does some stuff with uh, ABC Family or whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, I think it's called Freeform. <laughs> I, I only think know it's still Freeform. Some stuff there. I don't know. I can't bring myself to call it Freeform. Yeah, it just it doesn't sit right because it used to be. Didn't it used to be CW recently? No, it was ABC Family. Are you thinking of CW Kids? No. Okay, wait. I think I get it. It was so it was ABC Family and it okay. was UPN, and then at some point they merged to make the CW, and then they rebranded the CW into Freeform. What the heck? Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure that's how the the lineage went. I I used to watch a lot of ABC Family and I used to watch a lot of UPN. So when they became one, it was weird because those were honestly, how do I how do I explain this? UPN was the channel for black teens and ABC Family was the channel for white teens. So when they became one, I was very confused. (laughs) I can only imagine on that front. Yeah, it was it was a lot. I was like, yo, this is cool. But like. My 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 girlfriend's reruns are getting blocked by One Tree Hill. What is this? <laughs> All right. What do you say we actually jump into the plot here for a bit? <laughs> fair enough. We, fair we could just talk for hours. Oh, for sure, for sure. The enthusiasm we're feeling off this movie is palpable. So, dude, well, we started the recording and the energy just went right up. Exactly. The fire's been lit. So let's burn it all down. <laughs> We're we're bringing the house down tonight. (laughs) So this starts on a day that's not fiery, although there are fireworks. Uh, We're starting on New Year's Eve at a ski lodge party that's definite that they never say where it is, but I'm pretty sure it's Colorado. I'm just going to say it's Colorado. (laughs) That feels Colorado-y because it snows at the end, too. So I'm like, yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, they're literally at a ski and snowboard resort. Exactly. Yeah, that that just puts it all together right there, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we meet Troy Bolton and Gabriela Montez. Troy is clearly a jock as he's playing basketball with his dad. Which <laughs> shout out to the moms in these scenes, just completely fed up with their children slash husband. Just like, come on, we didn't follow this way to play basketball. They're like, uh, yeah, 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 we did. Yeah. Please yeah. get out. This is all we do. <laughs> We, we know nothing else. This is our defining trait. Please leave. <laughs> and Gabriella knows in a book. Yeah, this is my defining trait. Please leave. <laughs> she is, in fact, a nerd. Yeah, God, exactly. I just realized this is a, totally a story of a nerd and a jock. God damn. Oh, yeah. It, it's literally, that's like the biggest thing about this, where it's so stereotypical, but it's so like, it makes you feel good nonetheless. Yeah, it has that power. Um, <laughs> True. They both get forced to go to this 
um, New Year's Eve party that looks literally like my nightmares. Um, God. <laughs> Explain. I don't like parties like that. <laughs> like, oh, especially like... at that age. Ooh, you mean like the forced to get to know each other parties? <laughs> yes, those were terrible and just awkward, and I hate them. Yeah, that definitely gives, like, college mixer vibes. <laughs> Which is funny, because, like, every t- time I go to, like, an RTX or a PAX, that's totally what every night turns into, but I love those. <laughs> well, that's because you want to be there. Yeah, good point. Yeah, for, for all those other parties, it's like, oh, you're new, you're new to the campus. Why don't you come to the mixer that the RA is throwing? And get to know the people, and it feels very like standardized and sterile. Dude, but, I know. totally my RA when I first went to college totally asked invited me to one of those, and I just said no. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I did the same thing. I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. I don't need this. I think the one thing he coerced me to go into was one of those like meetings where it's like, here's all the things about safe sex, and there's free condoms at the end. And I was like, well, I. I ended up not needing those condoms in college, so bingo, bango, boingo. <laughs> so completely useless. Exactly. <laughs> no net positive. And they expired by the time I needed them, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Gabrielle and Troy immediately hit it off after being forced to sing karaoke together, giving us the start of something new. And man, really? if that song, is, that song isn't like the most musical shit. <laughs> oh, it is great. It feels like, because here's the thing, man, the the reason I like this musical or this movie so much is because I don't usually fuck with musicals. So this one hits me so hard because, yes, it's it's taken a lot from like tropes of other classical musicals, but it works on me so much more effectively because I didn't see those other tricks before. (laughs) So like, even though this now I can look back and be like, yo, this is like, this might as well be some sound of music ass mary poppins ass singing or whatever it works every time for me now i just love the idea of describing something as mary poppins ass (laughs) oh boy if 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 these episodes were titled the way that giant bomb titles their podcast that would be the title right oh that 100 percent would be but i have to i gotta find some way to get people in to watch or listen mary poppins ass I have that hashtag when we tweet this one out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, now, I like this movie for like almost the exact opposite reason of I'm a huge musical nerd. I just clapped. I'm not oh. sure if I picked up on the mic. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I love musicals. I was a drama kid. I was in musicals in high school. Oh, wow. So this is your absolute shit. Like, I'm not kidding. I was the jock that went into the musical. Dude, you... <laughs> Okay, so we're coming to this kind of in a similar way because I wasn't the jock that got into musical musicals, but I do relate to the whole like being in a certain social group, but being allured by different things outside of that social group. And I also relate to being the coach's son and expecting to play sports. <laughs> uh, that that is that is always rough. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I was totally that guy in high school that did like everything, had a hand in everything, and. The musical was pr- probably my favorite thing I ever did in high school, frankly. Um, that. Fun, quick aside here. God, there's going to be so many of these. Um, <laughs> my little brother actually just transferred to my old high school. And I was like, yes, great. I know he's going to do drama. I'm going to force him to do drama. Because <laughs> the drama instructor there was like one of my favorite human beings ever. The motherfucker great. retired this year. Wow, what like, luck is that? It's like, God damn you. 
<laughs> like him and then like also my favorite math teacher both retired this year. I'm like, damn it, the two people I wanted to teach him. Oh, well, he's going to have to find his own way. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I don't want him in my shadow. But that that's another another podcast that will never air. Ever. We'll put that on the shrink's couch. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me too many ideas here. Perfect. <laughs> no. Moving on. Um, started something new. Awesome. Wonderful music. No teenagers would ever be this into karaoke. I'm not talking about Troy and Gabriella. I'm talking about the background here. but Oh, yeah. They were into it, bro. <laughs> although, I, to their credit, they don't start interested. Um, they, true, get, true. they get credit there. Anyways, they share... Think... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, wow. We both said to go <laughs> ahead. I'm just going to go then. Um, I do think it was kind of like the audience was kind of reflecting how Troy and Gabriella got more comfortable throughout the song. So by the end, they're into it just as much as those two are. But I want to say that I think this movie is the thing that clicked because I wasn't a theater kid, but I often think that maybe I would have been if I made different decisions in life <laughs> because I wasn't a theater kid, but I was an absolute dweeb. Uh, I, I was in a sci-fi club. So like oh I was already like a step or two away oh <laughs> from God, theater kid. And so I, I was close there. And then, I was in Latin club as well, and in Latin, half of the people in Latin club were also in theater. So it was like, I was already around those people. So it literally would have just taken a slight tug in a different direction, and I probably would have been a theater kid. And it's probably the reason why whenever I do karaoke, I am I love the ham up karaoke. I love to go ham whenever I do karaoke. Dude, I just love karaoke is about like the that. performance. Exactly. People don't understand that. They think oh, I can just get up there. I don't know the words. Who cares? You don't need to know the words if you can be flamboyant. Yeah. Exactly. Now, now I so, want to double back yeah. here for a second. You were in both the sci-fi club and the Latin club. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Those are the only two. Literally, at our school, all sci-fi club was. You you come to Mr. Crimes's uh, biology class. You move all the tables. We roll. Oh, well, <laughs> we roll all of the uh, lucky I'm recording in the background. So, <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, if you want to use this, feel free. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, we would just roll the TVs out from the back room and just play a bunch of like Halo and Smash on different CRTs. <laughs> okay, that actually but, sounds awesome. Yeah, so it, it wasn't actually sci-fi. It was just an official sounding name. We paid $10 for a card so we could just play video games for two hours. <laughs> And so that's what Sci-Fi Club was. Latin Club was a bit more involved. I only joined because I was in Latin class and I liked all the people in Latin class and I really liked the teacher. Um, maybe more than a kid should. I almost kind of had a crush on her, I guess, maybe, thinking about it now. <laughs> she hindsight. Like, What's... Huh? Hindsight. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight. I don't think at the time I thought that, but thinking about it now, like the way I was thinking, I was like, mm, maybe it's because she looked like Anne Hathaway you wanted to join. But, you know whatever uh but i enjoyed but i enjoyed latin club it's just the fact that i've spent so much time around latin and in latin that once i had to take a foreign language that mattered in college my brain was just full of useless words uh yes the foreign language yeah. I, I dodged so, yeah. that in college um okay bring it back around bring it back yeah um, <laughs> yeah so god we are not even out of colorado yet <laughs> troy <Wow>. and gabriella <laughs> swap each other's uh phone numbers and photos on freaking flip phones um yeah, troy's phone was really fancy i saw 
Yeah. Gabriella then takes off while Troy's still talking to her. Um, and it's like, okay, we're never going to see each other again. Uh, fast forward to school break being over in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Gabriella is starting her her time at East High School. After the break, uh, her family had just moved because her mom had been moved for work. I don't know what, she, what her mother does, but okay then. I don't think they... I, it's weird with Gabriella's like family history because not only do we not know what her mother does... It, is it? It's also kind of implied that Gabriella's mom is a single parent. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! It's not just implied. Like it, they are definitely like just your mom. Just your mom in the picture. Yeah, like her dad is nowhere to be found, and I'm just like, eh. The whole trope of minority characters not having dads eh, could live without that, but I, I guess female empowerment. I, I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's more tropey in this one than anything else. But also, it's yeah. like such a non-factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it makes it even more weird because I think they're trying to make a parallel between oh, Gabrielle is really close with her mom, and Troy's really close with his with his dad. But like, Troy has a mom, <laughs> so like, who he's honestly kind of closer with after you watch two and three. Yeah, that's that's definitely debatable. I shoot, I I forget the events of three that much. Actually, two as well. I need to watch those again. But we'll we'll talk about my history with the other two movies later. But yeah, uh, we'll get there. Yeah, we can get there later. Okay, I'm gotta we gotta get our way get our way through some of this plot. Yeah, because <laughs> um, we're like five minutes into the movie still. Yeah, seriously. Um, so Troy Gabriella goes into her homeroom, and sure enough, Troy is there along with actually almost all of the main cast, because this is a sh- movie that takes place in high school. Um, Troy shows, Troy runs to Gabriella, um, and they're like, oh my god, is that them? They both pull out the, f- the photos of each other on their phone. At the meantime, uh, Sharpay Evans and Ryan Evans, Ryan, who is like one of the best characters in all of High School Musical. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like the Patrick of the group. It's great. He is, I am the second best character in all of, um, High School Musical. The best being Kelsey. Oh, is Kelsey the pianist? Yes. Okay, I love her too. So I'm there. I'm there with you. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're on the same level there. Yeah, we'll talk about her soon. I'm sure. Yes, we're, we're almost to her. Exactly. Because um, she's like barely in this movie. <laughs> um, Sharpay on the phone, as is Ryan. Um, they get in trouble with their homeroom teacher, who, sure enough, is the drama teacher for the school. Uh, what's her name? Miss Darbus. There we go. I got there. Um, Miss Darbus takes their phones, gives them all detention. Uh, that's when Corbin Blue's character fights back. Uh, Chad, who then Chad gets detention. And then finally, just to wrap this up, so we get the entire main cast in detention. Uh, the school deca- scholastic decathlon captain and chemistry club president Taylor McKessie. McKesey? I, I can't pronounce names. I just called her Taylor. Taylor. Uh, Taylor uh, makes some snide comment and also gets thrown in detention. So yeah, everyone's in detention. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Great way to start off the uh, start off the term. <laughs> um, there they all they all talk a little bit. There's some interaction. Clearly, the uh, you know the nerds hate the jocks. Drama hates everyone. 
cool. You're all caught up. Oh, and then of course everyone hates Sharpay. <laughs> like her, that that also threw me off because I was like, oh yeah, she'd be mean, but like, I you wouldn't think as the drama person being the villain of the social groups. Yeah, or at least I wouldn't. It's weird how much it throws me off of Ashley Tisdale being like the mean antagonist character. She pulls it off, man. <laughs> she does a great job with it. Her wig doesn't do a great job with it, but she does a great job with it. Wait, she's wearing a wig? I didn't even notice. <laughs> oh, dude, that is definitely a wig. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to do some free freeze frames. Like, just look I at it she... um, during status uh-huh. quo when she's standing like atop of everyone. It is so obviously uh-huh. a wig. Oh, God. Well, the only person whose wig I knew was real terrible was uh, Monique's wig. Uh, just not good. Yeah. Because I remember I watched this with my parents for Christmas last year, and they were they were like, yo, so, there is not a single black person in the makeup department because they wouldn't have let her walk out here like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's one of those things of, like, even if you don't know, you know. Like, some, exactly. something's wrong. Yeah, something has to be off, but... Hey man, they had two other movies to make up for it. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They they definitely bring uh, Taylor into like a really good character in the series. Um, she she's excellent. Yeah. So, um, there we'll learn a little bit more about everybody. Um, Taylor and Gabriella eventually become friends because you know they're both nerds, and Taylor tries to recruit Gabriella for Scholastic Decathlon. Because of Sharpay, um, Sharpay immediately sees Gabriella as a threat. This girl literally just exists in the school now, and she's seen as a threat by Sharpay. Um, no heart. <laughs> so Sharpay does some digging, finds some information about her, and shoves the information, prints it off, and shoves it in Taylor's locker in an attempt to get Gabriella away from Troy. Um. Meanwhile, back during that all happens, uh, then there's basketball practice. But before that, uh, we do actually have to talk about detention a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah, in, detention. Yeah, that's so that's where Taylor and um, Gabriella actually become friends. Um, what is interesting here, though, is that Troy's dad is not very happy about Troy or Chad getting detention. And it's not that he's mad at them for getting detention. It's that he's mad at Miss Darbus for giving them detention. Because that this... is such a backwards way of thinking about it. <laughs> like, like, not only like I get it, you're their coach, but also you're his father. Yeah, you can't just be like, "Yo, my son needs to play sport ball. You better get him out of punishment now." It's like, and then, oh, of dude. course, like you, they cut to them in the principal's office arguing, and there's all the fucking basketball stuff. <laughs> Not a single drop of drama care from the principal at all, dude. That's like the like this that's is some real realistic life. ass shit. Yeah, man. Like, but also le- legit. That's like, like I, I don't know. Mu- oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was saying they they use this bit of high schools caring more about sports than drama or sports than arts in general so much in decoms. Yeah, <laughs> they really do like it. Because I guess, I mean, I mean, that's a really easy trope to make fun of, or maybe not to make fun of, but to just, just to include, like, everyone understands that to be the case pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. And even, shoot, me, I, I said I'm, well, I don't know if I said it on the show or if it was before we recorded, but I am the father of a football coach for 
25 years. So I have a very intimate understanding of just how weird the uh, grade school sports are, especially in high school. It gets, it gets high stakes, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, anyways, they fight, and Troy and Chad get out of detention and straight to basketball practice. There, Troy is extremely distract- distracted, and we get one of the most iconic songs in all of High School Musical, Get Your Head in the Game. Oh, boy. Basketball, but music. <laughs> I, I was going to say music music ball, but that, that isn't as clever as I would like it to be. Um <laughs> I, I like the like faux rap stylings of this song where it's kind of trying to be like a cool like, yo, we're modern music. <laughs> yeah, it's there's like definitely a cool back and forth. Mm-hmm, yeah. And just like, I love how in the middle of the song, he's like, but I got to hit the right note. I can't sing. But um, I just like how he breaks into the classical musical stylings because kind of showing the tug and forth or the pool and is showing the conflict in his heart between singing and basketball at a very early stage. And I like that a lot. Yeah, it's really good. I don't think I could say it any better, so I won't. We'll just keep rolling. <laughs> um, the auditions are happening. Gabrielle and Troy end up talking about it, where they're the, uh, they are uh, confronted by Sharpay and Ryan, who man, Ryan just gets so much shit from Sharpay. Oh yeah, like, I feel bad for like the guy. Cool. Yeah. I think they address that in the second movie a little bit more. They, they do. He straight up just ditches her. Yeah. He becomes his own man, finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they're doing that. Uh, we are here watching. They're talking. And when, then we go into auditions. Um, there's a lot of very, very bad auditions. And also an opera singer for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Um, then Sharpay and Ryan go and sing what I've been looking for. Um, mm. as a pop song. Wait, is that we're we're not at the uh? Aud- is that the audition scene? Yeah, that's the audition scene. That's how they oh. that's how they do it. Oh, okay, okay. When they, they start with like the, the snapping out of the uh, yes, the curtain. Okay. For a second, I thought you were skipping to Gabriella's and uh, Troy part, but that's coming up right now. Nah, I bet. That is the same song though. Um, yes. what's the most important thing though is that. This intro- this scene introduces us to Kelsey, mm. uh, the musical's yeah, I, composer. Yeah. Oh man, Kelsey's one of my favorite characters in the whole franchise, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can guarantee to you, when I first saw this, because I was like, this was what two thousand eight, two thousand six. It's two thousand six. This movie was two thousand six. Yeah. So I think I was like, I was I was young, young. <laughs> I definitely had a crush on this girl, like on this character. Dude, I am right there with you. <laughs> Like when I was young, I here's the thing. I, at a certain point, I've realized, wait, at different parts of my life, I think I had a crush on like all of these characters, like for each time I saw each movie. Because what was it? I think I think the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, man, she's pretty. And then also uh, I forget Monique's character, but um, the, the science kid that brings in Gabriella, um, both of them were like, I was like, oh, my God. And in the second movie, it transferred to two other people. And then the third movie, it was like two other people. It's like, man, am I going to make up my mind or am I just going through puberty? And guess what? It was one of those. (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely puberty. But like also like looking back now throughout the entire series, Kelsey is also just the character I relate to the most. Oh, yeah. The the more what weak stylings, the talented but in the background type thing. Yeah, that kind of deal. 
Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we introduced the Kelsey. Um, worth noting that Sharpay and Ryan immediately just dismiss her. Um, mm-hmm. They're just they're just assholes to her. Like there's 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 no sugarcoat in that. The whole movie, pretty much. Yeah. Well, they're also they're just assholes to everybody. And well, true. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, they force Kelsey off stage and do their their version of what I've been looking for. Like I said, pop song, G- great performance, but um, oh yeah, but it was just hokey as shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's not where the heart of that song is. Exactly. Um, and we see where that heart of that song is when Troy and Gabriella, Gabriella goes to uh, audition, um, but Miss Darbus is like can't do it. We're in duos, so, so those are over. And then Troy goes to say, "I'll sing with her." Um. Man, the awkwardness there is just so fucking accurate. Um, they God. go. She's still like, no. Uh, they go and talk to Kelsey. Kelsey's shocked that people are actually talking to her. Uh, they t- Poor thing. Oh, and I, I love the switch in her of like, I don't want to talk to. I can't stop talking. <laughs> That's very relatable as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they start, she plays the song asking them if uh, they want to hear what it's supposed to sound like. Oh, yeah, Troy makes basketball references that no one else understands. They're because, like, you know. What's a playmaker? <laughs> that, that one hurt. I'm not going to yeah. lie. That one was pretty cringy because I was like, I don't, I don't mess with sports that much, but, like, I know what a play is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a couple that, like, really hurt me. That is, like, when people put in jokes to different movies like be like oh i don't know what sports are dude it is so like i think in this scene earlier in the scene when uh god what's the drama teacher's name again miss darbus miss darbus when miss darbus comes up and troy comes out and says oh i'm gonna sing with her when she's like where's your sports posse or whatever and he's like uh team mm-hmm. <laughs> or when <laughs> she's like, in the locker room talking to the to uh the coach and it's like she calls scoring up point like making a hoop a touchdown I'm like, no, a touchdown. no. <laughs> that's this is like yeah. ugh. that and then just i generally hate the word sports ball but <laughs> that that's a that's a rant i don't need to get into yeah i feel you i understand so yeah they sing yeah. uh they sing the true version or well, at least what was envisioned for what i've been looking for and it is beautiful it is amazing very intimate <laughs> Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really all I got for that that song. I mean, I I mean, I like that version of the song, but it's so short. I feel like there's not that much to talk about when it comes to it. Yeah, but, I mean, it's still a great song. I like that version of the song way more than Sharpay's, of course. But I think it's still it good. it very much serves well as the antithesis of Sharpay and Ryan's version of like this music in general can always be interpreted in different ways. Like it doesn't matter if you're listening to it, if you're singing it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And different people have their own spins on it. So I liked that personally. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I like that aspect of it too. Um, Miss Darbus overhears their performance and immediately gives them a call back. Yes. Like she, she just is, she starts with you guys got a call back. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, didn't realize you were listening. <laughs> Kelsey freaks out, is super happy, pretty much dedicates her life to helping them. I think she just wants to get rid of Sharpay and Ryan, and I can't blame her. 
Yeah, I, I do think that was partially motivated by revenge, but it was just so adorable when she was just like, oh, you guys, we can practice anytime. You can come by at after school, during school, doesn't matter. You can come to my, you can come to my house for breakfast, have a piano there. And I'm like, yo. That was my favorite. Like, you're inviting them for breakfast. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not something someone just does. Damn, that was just incredible. I was like, yo, I, I've had friends like that. I know that vibe. So oh, I'm definitely that person. It. Yeah. <laughs> God bless it. So the callback list gets posted eventually, and uh, Sharpay ain't exactly happy. Um, actually, in fact, she's, she's really pissed off. Uh, she, oh, yeah. she doesn't she's like competition. Um, yeah. And of course, because this is a movie, the Wildcats basketball team also goes walks by at the exact time. Uh, they stop to make fun of her and learn that Troy has auditioned uh, and got a callback. Yeah, the way they find out is hilarious too. Where they're just like, ah, "What's wrong?" Wait, what the fuck? Is <laughs> Instantly serious. Yeah, it's totally that comedic uh, tone shift that. Yeah, the, the, everyone nails it. It's so easy to nail, but every time it's hilarious. I agree. That <laughs> shit is just so. It just hits, man. It hits every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this has officially affected both the jocks and the nerds. So of course. Because it affects them in the drama club. It affects the entirety of the school. Because apparently that's how schools work. High schools work. Yeah. Actually, I no, love how they're like, that's it's exactly all the clubs. That's exactly yeah. how it works. <laughs> and like, they totally just don't address, hey, everyone in school is a part of these three sparsely populated clubs. So the whole school's buzzing now. And don't forget, we need this random fourth group for the song. Because the <laughs> drama club can't be involved in it. Good God, such a weird, such a, such a weird oversight. But like I said, DCOM—that's the total—that's totally the type of oversight they would have in a Disney Channel original movie. Because they're like, oh, this isn't gonna—it's gonna be seen by what a couple teenagers on a Friday night. It's fine. And, what's and funny now is, we're in theaters. What's funny to me is because it's a DCOM, we totally forgive it. Exactly. Yeah, the the format kind of plays to its strengths a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So we get. This is probably the most famous song from the movie, uh, Stick to the Status Quo. Yes. This is certainly the most musical song. Yeah, especially with the dialogue in the middle of the song and everything. Like, it's it's pretty spot on, like stage play type stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this this felt like I was in a theater watching a musical. Yeah. I I love this song. It's, this is as cheesy as cheese gets. (laughs) Cheesier than a creme brulee. Well, definitely, there's no cheese in creme brulee. God damn it, you're right. <laughs> I was thinking custard, maybe? I don't know. I, I was going somewhere with that. I know, there's not cheese in custard either. God damn it, what? <laughs> there's cheese in something. Cheesecake, we'll go with cheesecake. There's no cheese in that either. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to give I it tried. one more shot? I'll give you one more shot. All right. Uh, patty melt. That works, but it's not a bakery item. <laughs> Guess we'll just say it. <laughs> that's what we get that this is where this is the energy we're at it's weird and i love it yeah we're going with it uh yeah so this song i think the part of the reason i love this song so much is actually just the tv show oh they do a lot with this song oh this is like the theme of this of the entirety of the show oh hell yeah i gotta watch this fucking show it's so good dude oh my um, god but yeah this is it's awesome. I this song's great. I keep saying they're all great. Uh, this is also the point where Sharpay's wig is particularly terrible. 
yeah, I gotta go look back at this. Um, also worth noting that Chad, um, Corbin Blue in the song, fucking killing it with the dancing. Bro, he is going off. Like, he is given heavy... Alright, I'm gonna make a reference that I have to explain as soon as I say this. He's giving off heavy Shamar Moore vibes, and for people who don't know, Shamar Moore is an actor, and the thing that Twitter has gotten onto him about this week, or this month, he's just really... He's got weird energy to him. Because... <laughs> I don't know. He's just a very eccentric looking guy. He's on Soul Train, but like he he's he's got on like the baggy clothes that you'd expect like a background hip hop dancer to have. But he's doing all the dances the girls are doing. So like everyone was like, "This is different." <laughs> and he he's he's he keeps saying, "I'm straight, y'all. It's all good." And everyone's like, you "Sure." <laughs> God bless him. He he's a good guy. He's in a lot of shows that I like. So I'm not even gonna roast him too much. But man, Twitter was on fire. <laughs> with him and corbin blue gives off similar vibes in this movie <laughs> yeah corbin blue also just goes from this to killing it on decoms just in disney in general always with crazy yeah. dance moves though like it, it's just, it became his thing yeah dude even i think even in jump in they he had a lot of like dance moves for some reason well they danceified jump like rope that. yeah man oh dude jump in goes so fucking hard man i love that movie it's it's a good one um, so yeah, status quo has sent everyone into a tizzy. Do, do people even say tizzy anymore? I don't think so. I say tizzy. Okay, hashtag just... normalized tizzy. We got a lot of hashtags coming from this episode. <laughs> oh boy. Um, we'll fill a whole tweet. Just give me a couple more minutes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I, I need all, I need every single character filled. <laughs> um, so yeah, everyone's going crazy. Gabrielle is like, why is everyone looking at me? No one's looking at you. They're all d- dancing. Um, she's just walking around with a plate of cheese fries that she slips and f- falls right on to Sharpay. Um, which I can does... really very clearly see the edit. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, the, like uh, the, the, the fries, oh. like, in slow-mo in the air didn't give it away for you? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just the fact that you could tell you could tell they placed those fries on her and then yelled cut and then acted like it just landed. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> oh, boy. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Uh... Sharpay uses this as an attempt to get uh, Troy and Gabriella in trouble, saying that Gabriella did it on purpose. Miss um, Darbus, who is... I'm shocked she hasn't caught on to the fact that Sharpay is, is pure evil. Um, yeah, like... Well, it's probably been a couple years of like convincing her. Yeah, true. So, you know, Stockholm Syndrome, I guess, is what that's called, maybe? I don't know. Eh, we'll just say yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, Darbus... And anger storms into the office of Troy's dad. Still don't actually know his name. I don't think I ever will ever remember it. Um, Mr. Troy's dad is what we'll call him. Mr. Bolton? <laughs> <laughs> like, does he, is he ever, he had to have been given a first name. I can't imagine. Well, actually, maybe, uh, maybe the drama teacher uses his name when they're in the principal's office. That's what I'm going to look thinking. it up. Like, it would make sense. Jack. Jack Bolton. Jack. He looks like a fucking Jack. <laughs> God damn it. High School God. High is not the movie I was looking for. But anyway, I'll fix that. <laughs> so later. yeah, she goes in there, yells at him. He has no idea what's going on. Um, and that's when, how he learns that Troy has tried out for the musical. And is actually doing quite well. At some point in here, we get a montage of them preparing for the musical and doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
That was a cute little montage too. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, and it really um, shows that. Some, real quick, just something I like about Troy, just as a character, and a reason why I kind of see myself in him more so than the other characters is that he likes to like he likes the showmanship of this whole musical thing. Like, oh yeah, Gabrielle is in it because she's got the voice. He's got the showmanship, and I think he knows it and flaunts it like very flamboyantly and i fuck with that heavy because like i said with the musical thing or with the uh karaoke thing i like to do that type of stuff too and it's cool to see him indulging that side in this in a similar way to that i would do yeah he definitely plays it up on on stage and he loves doing it oh yeah um eventually it gets this gets to the point where uh taylor and chad are like we need to end this we got to get them away from each other because we both have to focus on this championship basketball game, stereotype, and <laughs> academic decathlon, stereotype. Um, and so what's their plan? Well, they're going to break them up via a hidden webcam. That part was, like, super de- devious. Like, number one, wow, that for a 2006 webcam, that was getting some really good quality. Yeah. Very far away. And number two, just the whole idea of them, like, oh, two, the opposite uh, in-groups of the school are going to work together in order to save their own social hierarchy. It's like, wow, this is like, this is taking a turn. <laughs> yeah, you, you you had stuff to say. That's, yeah. that's like, you, you had a statement, and I appreciate that you're going to make it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yo, this is, this is deep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyways, Troy says here that uh, the that Gabriella means nothing, that the musical means nothing, that his team means nothing. Clearly, he clearly this this was peer pressure. Shame on you, Gabriella, for not realizing that. For as smart as she is, you think she would, but yeah, you know, the heart speaks louder than the brain sometimes. For shame, for shame, not really, <laughs> but <laughs> um. So Gabriella then breaks it off with Troy. Uh, well, kind of does, kind of doesn't. It, it, it's weird movie shit. Um, but she's clearly devastated. Uh, Troy goes to try to talk to her about the callbacks, and she's like, there is no callbacks. You clearly don't want to do this. I'm out. Troy, confused as all hell. Like, just... What? Just doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, she storms off. We get the song when there was me and you. Um, yeah, that song really hit. It's beautiful. Like yeah. that's all. I, that's all I really can say about it. It's just, it's such a it's a sad song, but goddamn, is it pretty? It's it's a pretty song, and that's the thing with because I I don't think we mentioned the director of this is uh, Kenny Ortega, and the only reason I know Kenny Ortega like by name outside High School Musical is he also did I know he's a controversial figure now, but in two thousand six he did. Uh, what's the movie? This is it with Michael Jackson. Oh shit! And so, I mean, you know, before everything happened, my whole family, big Michael Jackson household. My mom's like one of his biggest fans, so like we saw that shit in theaters. So, um, I I already knew him from there. By the time I think he did, did he actually do that before High School Musical or after? Um, I think before. Yeah, before. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, if he did that before. Or wait, nope, nope. Never mind. After, after. Oh, okay, he did, he it, did it that in 2009, and the High School Musical was 2006. Oh, shoot. So after three, he did that. Interestingly huh. enough, Ortega also directed and choreographed the Cheetah Girls, uh, too, specifically. Makes a lot of sense, because those, 
those movies got very similar energy. Mm-hmm. Um, he also his directorial debut was Newsies. What really? Which he then after that did Hocus Pocus. So like he made the decom circuit. God damn, he 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 went ham. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I am surprised this man had his fingers and all that type of stuff. Oh, dude, this gets deeper. Like just looking at his Wikipedia, he did the uh, the choreography for Saint Elmo's Fire, Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and Dirty Dancing. Ferris Bueller, fuck, and Dirty Dancing, but Ferris Bueller, <laughs> holy hell, Homeboy's got a legacy. I'll, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. But the reason I even bring up the Michael Jackson thing is just to say that, like the range of songs that they have in this movie is just so good where it's not all like super positive, upbeat songs. They're all pleasant to listen to, but they're not all the same emotional tone. And I think that kind of, in my head, I thought that he had did the Michael Jackson stuff first. I was like, Oh yeah, Michael Jackson has a wide range of songs too. But I guess this more uh, uh, made him ready for the Michael Jackson stuff to work with different types of songs. Definitely. Um, okay. Now I'm just looking through Kenny Ortega's, uh, wikipedia here um I'll, i'm gonna only say a few more things and then we'll get back to the movie uh he has no a star on the hollywood walk of fame damn i mean f- deserving <laughs> he's still doing decoms uh having done directed and done the choreography for descendants descendants 2 and descendants 3 wow um yeah he's he's out here <laughs> and then probably my uh most interesting one um, Ortega was hired to direct uh, a film adaptation of In the Heights. So he was the director before Lin-Manuel picked it up. Wow. That is... Considering what that movie is turning out to be from trailers, I, I could see it. I, I'm glad Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel jumped in, but I could see it. I could still see it. I, dude, I want to I watch that movie so bad. Like, I just, we oh. should have seen it by now. Really, they should just put that. They should just put that thing out on Disney Plus and call it a day, or or whatever streaming service. And because I know they're waiting for theaters, but <laughs> we're all waiting for the world to change. Yeah, dude. Um, in the Heights, I think it was supposed to come out. This the new movie version was supposed to come out in like March. Hmm. Oh yeah, that, shit. That's true. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Fuck. Oh, well, man, the world is just weird. Ain't it though? But we have this good movie to look forward to. Yeah, true. So, High School Musical. <laughs> that thing we're here to talk about that we keep not yeah. talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, so things go to shit. Uh, and everyone gets really, really depressed. Oh, yeah. Even the friends are like, fuck, we fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then they try to fix it. Yeah. Um, like good friends do. Yeah. And then Troy and Gabriella are really forgiving of them yeah i that that probably would have been grounds for ostracization but nah they just went back to him with open arms Mm -hmm. Uh, although there is tension still between troy and gabriella rightfully so frankly um yeah troy goes over to gabriella's house to try to talk to her here troy finally meets miss montez which god the acting here from the uh, lady who plays gabriella's mother it was totally the mom thing of like, oh my god, this is actually happening. I'm so happy for her. <laughs> my daughter's gonna go to be alone. She's had her head in a... Oh, wow. I was gonna make a bad joke. <laughs> good, good call just cutting it off. 
Wait, really? Did it just cut it off in the audio? No, you you cutting yourself off. Yeah, I mean, hey, you can you can probably assume where I was going, but the the side I, I actually want to make a tangent here because this scene reminded me of a very not very embarrassing but an embarrassing thing that I did in high school that was very similar to this. Well, hey, I'm where... always for a tangent with an embarrassing story attached. <laughs> this one shouldn't be too long. Uh, long story short, uh, I had a crush on a girl in my neighborhood. And oh, no. for, I think, once homecoming came around, I really wanted to ask her out. So I was like, oh, man, I really want to ask her out. And we knew each other. So, like, you know, we, we were in the same neighborhood. So we took the bus and we sat next to each other on the bus. So we talk all the time or we just fall asleep because we were tired and it was 6 a.m. Um, yeah. And so, like, we knew each other, but we weren't, like, the closest of friends. But I was like, I, I think we're good enough to where I can ask her out. But I was nervous. So I just, like wrote it on a post-it note, put it on her chair. And the thing she knew about me was my favorite color is orange. And so I wrote it on the orange post-it note and was like, do you want to go to homecoming? Yes or no. You know who wrote this? Something like that. And she knew I wrote in cursive too. So like the hints were there. So I just placed it on the on her chair and didn't talk to her and figured she'd text me or something later. And I waited a very long time. <laughs> I got very nervous. This was like, like I was expecting to get a response that day because I was like, I thought it made it obvious. But it was like 4 p.m., two hours after school it let out, and I still didn't have an answer. So I was like, oh, God, I am nervous. You know what? I'm just going to rip this Band-Aid off, and I'm going to walk over to her house and ask her myself. So I walked over to her house. She wasn't home yet. Her dad opened the door. And God bless her, because she's Hispanic, and so her dad, uh, very little English, and I was completely flabbergasted. So I was like, um, is Andrea here? And he's like, uh, no. And I'm like, oh, she she, she wanted to borrow my book. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, just uh, she'll text me later. It's fine. And I just walked away with my tail between my legs. <laughs> so I say that to say the ball's on Troy to go to the house to talk to the parents. I would have been in shambles. So... That boy, good on him for talking to the mom and everything, because I just would have fallen apart. Yeah, he, he does a really good job with talking to her. I'm just like, he totally just, he doesn't even flinch. Yeah, man. He grabbed that by the horns, for real. Um, even if he totally broke an entering right after. <laughs> well, yeah, we, yeah. But yeah, he breaks in, they, they get back together, everything's good again. Uh, but not quite. Sharpay has an evil plan. Um, she realizes that if callbacks are at the same time as the basketball game, then Troy cannot be a part of it. It just so happens, though, that the Scholastic Decathlon is also at the exact same time. I mean, hey, that's, there's not cross-pollination there at all, right? <laughs> I mean, no. Again, nerds, jocks, clear social <laughs> hierarchy. Um bingo <laughs> so they ask miss darbus to move the callbacks uh so she, and it's miss darbus so she's like yeah sure why not <laughs> they move it back uh kelsey though overhears the conversation and lets everyone know they're all a team now so everything is okay and dandy they make a plan to all work together definitely some illegal shenanigans but oh yeah that that's definitely some like tampering or something like they'd at least be expelled if not in prison <laughs> oh yeah um i do so, think it's really cute just all the groups coming together finally i thought that really that's what the heartwarming really started to hit there the moment when they all put their hands in and then um yes. 
they totally do the thing of people start to put the, their other hand on top of their hands and they totally just start trying to one up each other. It's <laughs> just cute. Yeah, it's adorable, man. The vibes of this movie are so great. Mm-hmm. And also just to point it out, because again, we're, we're fans of Kelsey. Just the excitement in this character to have friends. <laughs> It's so great. I and they all it. love her back, too, which is the great thing. They give, her, they, We'll get there later, but they just treat her with so much respect. It's great. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's one of the biggest parts of the, sto- of the story for how little she's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she's yeah. The so they make a plan. It's truly evil. Um, on the day of the competition, though, which I love the graphic here of, it's like championship day, callback day, school decathlon day, help. <laughs> I saw that too. I didn't notice that. Literally, this is my first time seeing that after all these years of seeing this movie a bunch. And yeah, same. Oh my god, I was like, that was that was very clever. Uh, so they come up with a plan, but they're gonna be really supportive of each, of each other before that to really show you that everyone has changed. <laughs> um, the basketball team gives the nerds a cake. I yeah, gotta wonder I like how long that, that took. Or it was a pie pie. I think he said. Oh yeah. I just remember there was pie on it, or the 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 symbol pie was on it. I should explain. I should specify that. Um, the nerds then give them an equation, and they're like, "Ha ha! It's not an equation. It's a banner." Cheese. That was so lame. Uh, and then the, to wrap it up, the jocks uh, are all wearing wearing shirts that say "Go Drama Club," or well, it spells out "Go Drama Club," but Ryan can't read, so it's pretty much pointless he's like go drag go, go, go drags <laughs> and sharpay is so just late. sick of him yeah oh my god that's a little cute bit mm-hmm. uh then everyone splits off to go do their things uh the school decathlon people go over to the champion their basketball championship and drama to callbacks sharpay and ryan are immediately starting it off with bop to the top it's indeed this song is, in fact, a bop. Yeah, and I wouldn't quite put it on the top, but it goes hard. It goes hard. It, it's real good. It's it's definitely the better of the Sharpay and Ryan songs. Yeah, I'd say this might be the catchiest song. Maybe not my favorite, because definitely not a ballad or anything, but it's like a cute pop song. I really enjoy it. I will say it does feel weird at the beginning, though, with two with Sharpay and Ryan doing like the spanish bits of the song yeah that felt uh, uh happy hispanic heritage month everybody <laughs> oh, i didn't realize oh, the timing boy. on that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just realized that myself thinking about it now but yeah that part felt weird but i'm sure in 26 or 26 2006 we weren't really bugging about it too much but it yeah. is what it is regardless fun song yeah, maybe not. Not hasn't aged as well as the rest of the movie. Oh yeah, true, true. Um, while they're singing the song, and I feel like I need to point out that the, everything I'm about to say happens within the span of like six minutes. Um, oh boy, here we go. So yeah, Gabriella wins the the the, the uh, academic decathlon. I just need to point out she won this in six minutes. The girl is a genius. Well, she just won her round, I believe, right? I don't know how decathlons, academic decathlons work. Well, at, 
what I had in my head was that it was different categories. So she was good at math. Someone else was good at chemistry. So they set off the stink bomb. and That would you know, make sense, wouldn't it? And then someone has to say words in Latin, probably. I don't know. Okay, don't force Latin into this. <laughs> <laughs> More Latin. That's for you, Miss Campbell. All right. I'm we're gonna, gonna... <laughs> it was probably the thing if she, like, she won her thing. But just for the sake of it being funny to me, we're going to say that she won the entire decathlon. <laughs> I like that idea, too. More decom energy. Mm-hmm. Um, while they're playing, of course, the guys are playing. And it's a pretty close game so far. Um, they win, though. And then um, Taylor hacks the school. <laughs> because that's just a thing a high schooler can do. Like, so casually, too. Like, no firewall or anything. I guess this is before, you know, cybersecurity was a concern. Yeah, that would actually be pretty easy to do then. God, man. Didn't they know these kids are malicious? Yeah, they they can come up with some true evil when they feel like it. Yeah, man. But yeah, she hacks the school, causing the, the lights and board in the gym to go haywire. Uh, at this point, Troy just fucking takes off. He, Troy is Bolton, indeed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no one notices, though, except for the team, which is in on it. I think his dad's um, season. And his dad's like, season, what yeah. What's going on? No, but no one else in the stadium notices that the star basketball player just took off. <laughs> All right. Well, he, he, he left the game. Guess it's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also love in the scene of the rest of the when the rest of the team leaves, all of them like speed walking out of the gym. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're um, so not subtle about it. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, so the entire them and all of the people from the student decathlon all converge in the um, theater. Eventually, we'll get to that in just a second, though. Yeah. Uh, so Sharpay and Ryan finish bop to the top. Um and. Miss Darbus calls for Gabriella and Troy, who are both not there. She says, it's over. Congratulations, Sharpay and Ryan. And then that's when Gabriella and Troy show up, epitomely being late. Exactly. Like, they, they have officially reached Spider-Man levels of being late. <laughs> Parker, you're smart, but you're always tardy. <laughs> One oh, of my God. favorite bits. So I've been watching through, like, the most recent Spider-Man mm-hmm. um, cartoon. And there's a bit where... He, Peter Parker is late to a lecture on punctuality. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that, that's what I want out of a Spider-Man cartoon. It's like, let's just make <laughs> fun of it. Let's just make fun of Spider-Man. Can't get more on point than that. That's pretty excellent. <laughs> um, Gabriella and Troy are eventually told they can sing when everyone can be just in. Uh, Sharpay and Ryan are trying to stop them, claiming it's showbiz. Uh... But they forget that the true the true power in showbiz lies in having the audience. Yeah, yeah, and they brought the audience for real. <laughs> Which before we talk about breaking free here, I just gotta bring up so much effort is put into these callbacks. Yeah, dude, it's it's almost as if it was the climax for the film. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like they're putting enough effort in this for this to be the play. Yeah, for this to be the that's musical. What I'm and that's that's the weird thing is that this is all it's high school musical. You never actually get to see the musical, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize songs. until this showing that the musical is called Twinkle Town. Wait, I didn't even know that. Where, it's a one-off line from Miss Darbus. God, she says so much like random bullshit that I just assumed that was like another bit. 
That's what I thought too. Wow. Um, oh. Yeah. So then Troy and Gabriella sing. Uh, Gabriella initially stage fright, but Troy helps her overcome it. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned, this is the song "Breaking Free," and this is the climax of the film. And God damn, does it hit! Oh my God, bro! This is once again karaoke song of choice. This is in my top five for that. Oh, and definitely. this song is just so gorgeous to hear, dude. <laughs> it's just great. I love that it it starts out with that like that tempo and the feelings you get from when they sing what I've been looking for. And mm-hmm. then it hits and it gets way more upbeat and Troy's showmanship comes out. Yep. The greatest showman. I just realized he's in that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that works. <laughs> uh, but what this was the first song though that I really, really noticed that Zac Efron wasn't, that wasn't singing. <laughs> Wow, that is, it's funny you say that, because I noticed Gabriella wasn't singing. Oh, yeah, they're both the, lip syncing, but. Definitely, because I, I remember when they get to the In My Very Soul part, he his mouth closes to form, like, the the sound of an owl, but her mouth is, like, wide open. So I'm like, yeah. mm. all right. <laughs> but, like, le- legit, like, it's not Zac Efron's voice whenever he sings in this movie. True. I mean, um, does he? Does he actually sing at all, or is it just all someone else? Uh, in this one, I believe it's all someone else. Wow. Uh, I know after this, though, he started doing his own singing. Yeah. I'm I mean, not hey, sure why he didn't do it himself in this one, but... Mm. Maybe he probably thought this was going to be a one-off thing, so it does make kind of sense. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Uh, yeah, they kill it. They clearly get the roles. Um, Sharpay eventually actually says that. But we do need to figure out what happens with basketball. Well, they win. Yep. And okay. off camera, they win the triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what happens. Okay, cool. They won. Moving on. <laughs> that does, it's just not what's important here. Oh, and then, yeah, while they're singing, uh, Troy's dad comes in and watches him. Like, he gives them the look of, like, I'm proud of you, son. I understand that's now. That's fun. Yeah, that's the fun he wanted to see all along. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the, one of my favorite, this is probably my favorite scene in the movie of like them after the game, but everyone just talking with each other, conversing. Um, oh, where it like goes from character to character and just wraps everything up. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so, that was like maybe the cheesiest part of the entire film where it's just like, everything has a bow on it, but it's just bouncing back and forth. And now Sharpay is cool now. (laughs) Yeah. She's cool with them. She's accepted her defeat. Yeah. Um, she won't be cool with them in the sequel. Or in the final movie, for that matter. But for now. But for now that she so is. Dance and sing with you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy Vent gives Kelsey the game ball. Calls her playmaker. Love that scene. Uh, love it so much. <laughs> no, yeah, this entire scene's great. Um, what's his name? Tries to give Sharpay cookies. Now, LZ. that's the only part that I think is kind of weird. Sleeks just had a huge crush on Sharpay the whole time. Yeah, I mean, it was it was shown that he had a crush on Sharpay the whole time, but this is the only part where it felt weird because everybody that got together kind of seemed like they were into sense. it. Like, what? I keep forgetting Monet. Taylor. Taylor. When Taylor gets uh, asked out by Corbin Blue's character, seems like she was excited about that, of course. And, of course, Troy and uh, Gabriella. And even, um, who's the pianist? forgot her name kelsey kelsey thank you uh kelsey when she you know at the end guy takes her hat off and is like 
Uh, it, it literally does the thing from every like '90s movie where it's like, "Oh, I'll let your hair down. You're pretty now." Um, Which is funny because like that character was definitely just pretty in general. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the hair didn't really factor into it, but they gotta have their little moment of character growth, I guess. Um, and so, yeah, everybody like is cool with it, but this one was the only one that felt kind of weird because it's like he clearly likes her. D is not giving him the time of day, so it's like. It's not that it felt like bad. It's just felt like that didn't feel like a satisfying thread to pull on. <laughs> yeah, they um they eventually bring it around in the post credits. Oh oh, I think you're right. I didn't watch post credits because I literally watched this right before we recorded. So oh yeah, I skipped it too. I just know this. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I forgot about that. But you are right. She yeah, he gives her cookies, which she rejects. But uh, uh Ryan knows a good thing when he sees it. Um, and he takes the cookies himself. <laughs> True. And he's also just a good dude. Despite everything, he's just a good dude. He's like, good game, and just takes the cookies anyway. Yeah. Ryan is a gem. Amen um, to that. Yeah, everything gets wrapped up wrapped up with a nice pretty bell. Uh, yeah, Kelsey shoots the basketball, and it immediately cuts to the we're all in this together scene. Backing up One just a second, things. though, because I need to point it out. The transition between the end of Breaking Free, when they're all applauding... And they pull up the curtain. Oh, yeah. It transitions the to the basketball game. It's, I love that transition so much. Excellent touch. I bet, I bet someone fought really hard for that cut specifically. <laughs> I love that shit. Um, I love really intros. Yeah, we got a similar one here with basketball. We're all in this together. I take it back what I said earlier about... Um, what did I say? Which one did I say? Uh, that I said get... No. That I said, uh, Stick to the Status Quo was the most musical song in this movie. Oh, no, this one's the This one, one is. This is literally the credits song. This yeah, is man. the curtain call. Dude, I love this whole scene so much. And every time I watch this movie without fail, at least one of the claps they do, I clap along with them. Because I'm just in it, you know? So It's like, we're, we're all in this together. And I'm over, I got my hands over my head clapping. And I, I already told you before we started recording, I was in bed. So, like, that was kind of difficult to do, and I did it anyway. Dude, so uh, I was watching this, and my little brother was outside my door taking class. Because um, online class is right now. Yeah. So I'm in here clapping, singing along to it, because, you know, it's a great fucking song. <laughs> he opens my door. He's like, Griffin, I get it. It's a good movie. Can you shut up? I'm in class. I'm like, oh. We're not all in this together, dude. Like, Please stop talking. <laughs> like, Please shut up. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Please don't be mad at me. <laughs> oh, boy. It's too good. It's... Um, and, yeah, then they're kind of just hanging out, dancing, in the credits roll. Oh, and then yeah, there's man. the post-credits scene. Do, 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 do. We finished the movie. Yeah, man. Look, I, my Great brain's been in Final film. Fantasy mode lately. <laughs> at, at For reasons you've explained. But, <laughs> yes, indeed. It, it worked for this one because, man, it's a hell of an ending. Yeah, this... I love this movie so much. It ends so well. Yeah, that dance number. I, I want to commit that dance number to memory at the end because it, it's simple enough that I feel like I could do it, but also the song is catchy enough to where I can sync it up with the words pretty easy. So I'm like, man, one one of these days I'm going to learn that and just know it for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know. I almost was like, hmm, I know this song like beat for beat. Do I want to just learn the dance because I'm fucking bored? Might as well. What else are we doing here? <laughs> I got work. I got to like do real things. 
Oh, well, true. <laughs> but all the, 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 I was going to say quarantiners, but technically we're all kind of doing that. I don't know. It's yeah. a nice weekend project. How about that? Perfect. There we go. Success. Uh, so yeah, we've reached the end of the movie. movie. Um, normally this is the part where I'd be like, oh, here's all this awesome stuff. Uh, there's really only two particularly awesome things other than the fact that there's, you know, two movies, a sequel, and an actual musical that came out of this movie. Um, a high school musical started a line of video games for Disney. What? Uh, so Disney... High- I'm looking this up while you explain. Disney used to have these songs called Sing It. Uh, so there's High School Musical Sing It. Uh, they skipped High School Musical 2. Uh, and then High School Musical 3 had a sing Disney Sing It. Um, every right. single High School Musical movie has a video game. Oh my god. You're, I'm looking at them all now. I can't believe this. Category. High School Musical video games on Wikipedia. All by well, Disney Interactive Studios. Yep, High School Musical 2 had worked this out. The video I, game. I wanted to give a specific shout out to High School Musical 2 Work This Out. Because that was the one I used to play on my DS. I'm pretty wow. sure. Because in middle school, I used to be on a swim team. And I'm pretty sure that's where I played this game. Wow, DS at the swim team. That is such a fucking vibe. <laughs> and that's such oh like a God. specific reference, too. <laughs> oh, dude, that is... That is so finely honed. I, uh, I've i been in that vibe just with the PSP instead, but I've been there. Holy Dude, it hell. was the DS, and then someone always had a Rubik's Cube. That's 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 what, logic 10 years ago, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, boy. Rubik's Cubes to this day are still confusing to me. Oh, yeah, I'm not smart enough for that. That's why I get all my entertainment from bright screens that kill my eyes. <laughs> my eyes are so <laughs> fucked. Oh, yeah, man. I got to get new glasses. <laughs> Even right now, I'm literally surrounded by three screens that are all on right now. <laughs> God. I thought I was bad with the two, but... Well, my phone's over there, and it's always on, so... <laughs> yeah, so I have my I have my t- my two monitors set up for my computer, and then I have my TV for my, like, my PlayStation stuff next to it. So it's just... Oh, wow. It's just not good. It's just a wall of media. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I do what I got to do with the space I got. I feel you. I feel you. So, bringing it back around, um, normally this is the part of the show where I would bring up Kingdom Hearts, but nah. Kingdom Hearts didn't have a High School Musical collaboration, did it? It did not. Um, it should. So this is the part where, I, cause I think, yeah, you were on the show where I did this. Uh, it's, should this movie be in Kingdom Hearts? I don't think any of the DCOMs should be in Kingdom Hearts. Ooh. I also think D- D- that Kingdom Hearts really gotta stop going for the live action stuff because it's just you got pirates you got tron you knocked it out of the park already um dude i tell me why you don't think any decom movie should be in kingdom Hearts just because they're tv movies and not like the full-fledged stuff i don't feel i don't feel like most of the there's a couple that i would make exceptions for but i feel like most of the decoms just don't fit in that world um Hmm. the only one that i feel like could fit really well in Actually, there's two that I think could fit particularly well is Team Beach Movie. Huh, okay. Uh, and Descendant. All right. Descendants kind of feels like cheating, but I understand. Um, yeah, Descendants is movie. cheating a little bit. Yeah. I- I'd say that one's a little bit cheating, but I, I totally get it. Um, Team Beach Movie, I can feel you on that because that has very over the top vibes. 
I'd argue any movie that's like that has a weird character of some sort. Like when I say weird characters, I'm thinking like the house from Smart House. If that was in Kingdom Hearts, I'd fuck with it. Maybe not the other characters, but the house itself. Yeah, that can work. They're in Tron already. True. You know what I mean? You know, now that I think about it, Halloween Town would work. Halloween Town definitely would work. That's another one I was going to say, because that's already a fantasy place. And what's the other one I had in my head? Uh, Well, Twitch is also, but that's in the same vein of Halloween Town. But I'm thinking of, uh, God, what is it? Luck of the Irish. I would do. I would be down for Luck of the Irish. See, I would be down for that. I just don't know how they'd make that work. They would just lean into like instead of it being, oh, you're in high school, but you're turning into a leprechaun. They would just go to the leprechaun world. Oh, okay. And just the whole movie would just be about that side of the universe, mm-hmm. or God. the movie, the whole game. <laughs> I need to do a Halloween stuff. Town episode. I just want to watch Ooh. Halloween Town right now. Honestly, shoot, it's October. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Halloween's coming yes. up. It is Halloween month. This is Halloween. All right, we've been hanging out for a while. I think it's about time we wrapped up this episode. Yeah, good uh, episode too, man. I love this fucking film. Yeah, this is a good one. I love having you on, man. Yeah, man. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Um, before we do the, the final wrap-up, we do need to go final thoughts on this movie. Um, okay. That is, that's a part of the show I gotta stop skipping. Yeah. <laughs> So, Emmett, final thoughts on High School Musical. Final thoughts. Um, for the longest time, I always thought of High School Musical 1 as good, but in the shadow of High School Musical 2. Um, maybe it's just because High School Musical 2 was the one that I was like actively anticipating, where this one caught me by surprise. But I just always thought High School Musical 2 was better. Now I need to go rewatch High School Musical 2 to see if I still feel this way, because now, after watching this now, what? Re- more recently i feel like it might be just on par i both i think both are like incredibly great movies they're it's like comfort food it's not like you know it's not the greatest thing in the world it's not winning any oscars and it can't because it's on tv but you know what i mean but it is just such a heartwarming movie to watch and you just know exactly what it's going to do and it just does it every time and it just hits the same every time and i love that about it um and it's up there in my cheesy give me exactly what i want escape his fantasies up there with like sleepover and bad boys too this is right there standing alongside him so yeah, yeah this good movie overall this movie is like for me the definition of comfort food indeed of uh, it's not it's never gonna be the best movie you've ever seen but god <laughs> damn is it good and god damn does it just hit right mm-hmm. this this like, movie has never yeah. hit wrong for me like it always has something new to bring in or something to relate to it's just good. It's just good, clean fun. Good, clean fun. As if it literally the branding, uh, marketing, I guess, ethos of Disney <laughs> overall. Yeah, this is, it's, it's Disney, and Disney just sometimes can knock it out of the park. When they try. This one feels like it was a surprise hit, too. I don't think they expected this to blow up as big as it did. Yeah, I don't think they did. They definitely thought it for two and three, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They by by two. They were like, "All right, let's sell some merch. <laughs> let's go." All right. Well, that's all we've got for this episode. Uh, I mean, where can people find you? Where can people find me? You can find me on the Twitter twaps. Um, don't know why I said it like that, but uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter uh, at ejsponge six one. 
that's where I put all my hot takes. That's where I talk about the fact that Brendan Fraser, Nathan Fillion, and Troy Bolton's dad all are the same flavor of white dude. So <laughs> I tweeted shit. that as I was watching this. So Holy if you shit. like take like that, hit me up. Um, and also, if you want to see writing from me, listen to the Players Club podcast, which is the podcast that I host over at VGU.TV. You can go to VGU.TV, see all the stuff I'm working on there. Um, and in a couple of months here, uh, Keeping It 100 is finally going to have that finale. Yeah, you just li- you just found the tweet. <laughs> I just I literally looked up your Twitter to find those tweets. Yep, that's the one. Um, but yeah, if you and Keeping It 100 is a podcast I did earlier this year where I sorted my top 100 games of all time into a properly ranked list. Um, that finale where I reveal that ranking is coming out soon. I'm planning early December right now. Um, and it seems like I'm going to actually hit it this time. So be on the lookout for that. And you can go back into the VGU.TV podcast feed to listen to me talk through that sorting in a podcast. Um, but that's where I'm at. EJ Spun 61. Search it somewhere and you'll find me. Awesome, man. Um, time for me to do the final plug of the show. Uh, before I do that and give the ring a roll, I want to say what we are talking about next episode. We, next episode, we are talking about Tarzan, the original, Ooh. or I guess they're, they haven't remade Tarzan yet. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they're going to make a live-action Tarzan. I mean, Disney hasn't made a live-action Tarzan, but there is a live-action Tarzan. Modern, <laughs> that's pretty modern. I would bet you, I would bet money also for stuff that one sucks. Um, yeah, I heard. <laughs> I will bet money that they are going to make a live-action Tarzan movie. If they do, I'm just going to... I'm going to dig Disney out of his grave himself and throw the body on the streets of Disney World. And hear me out. If they're going to do it, cast Stephen Amell. Just Stephen Amell needs working out of the arrows done. You know what? I respect that. I don't want that movie to exist, but I do like Stephen Amell. Um, I still do like Stephen getting work, so <laughs> maybe it's worth it. Okay. Um, yeah, Tarzan next week, so t- stay tuned for that. Of course, you can follow the show on Twitter at Us. What is the? Am I saying that right? I don't think that's our Twitter. At, uh, let me see. Disney. Yeah, D plus us. The letter D okay. plus us. Okay, I got that right. I was like, wait, that doesn't sound right. Um, yeah. yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at D plus us. You can follow me on Twitter at Griffey D Pad. Keep it locked there for any news about the show when we accidentally skip a week or um, what we might be doing, looking for guests, yada, yada, yada. Or just really, really stupid tweets from me. That's pretty much just all. Yeah. That's pretty much all I use Twitter for these days. Um, that's all we've got this week. So until next time, have a fantastic day. Yeah, keep it real, keep it true. Oh shoot, it's magical day. Have a magical day. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs>